On today's job board, we have recruiting greenskeepers, sports talk, golf now reviews, and of course, course happenings. Today's episode is brought to you by Rangefinders. Rangefinders, making it easier to decide between clubs and usually owned by your buddy that shoots a 112. Rangefinders, providing an accurate distance for shots you'll probably miss. And now, let's tee off. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 14 of From the Jingweeds. Thanks for joining us once again uh, for another episode. We're going to have a good time tonight like we always try to do. Uh, let me check in with Dan. Dan, what's up? I'm here, buddy. I'm here. You ready to roll? I'm ready right. to rock. Yeah? What do you got going on in the golf course? We'll cover that because I know it's not much of the not much of a difference going on compared to last week. I know that. Yeah, if you listen to last me. week, you know, it's the same thing this week. It's pretty much... Same old, same old, airifying, top dressing, finish the greens. Uh, it's pretty much get get pushing on the Bermuda grass on the open golf course. Uh, I will say that both golf courses, as far as I'm concerned, is the best transition I've ever seen since I've been there. I know there's a lot of factors that go into it. We had a super hot May versus last year being a cold one. Um, I, th- I like to think it has something to do with what we're doing culturally over the last couple of years to make that improvement. But, uh, you know, we've made some adjustments that are thinking are benefiting us now and and the amount of coverage as far as Bermuda grass growth is is pretty good for where I'm at so I'm happy about that uh you know you're not going to please everyone not everybody understands especially with more people golfers sticking around that usually yeah. are gone so having to kind of re-explain why uh some areas aren't transitioning why there's not turf there you know it's That's the same we're here it's every June yeah. right just mark it on the calendar but uh, yeah, as far as far as I'm concerned, man, we got a lot of Bermuda, and we're in a really good position for nice. moving forward. That's good to hear. Good to hear. What about you? What are you uh, got going? Trend, well, one question: uh, How are the greens recovering compared to your other ones being later? Uh, Would you say there? Man, I just gotta too early? say, like Tiff Dwarf does not respond. Like even Tiff Eagle, you beat the shit out of that, yeah. and then could come back. Like Tiff Dwarf just doesn't come back, and it's. They're they're better even I mean even from the first year of vacation on White Wing which was six weeks ago it's still not as full as you should be you know, yeah. there's no ryegrass on there and it looks about you know we're not I don't I feel like the Bermuda's just still not shooting runners out you know it's just kind of sitting there they're getting better every day I yeah. mean this airification's a little bit better but it's not. It's know, not, not what I'm used to as far yeah. as Tiffy Gore, right. you know, seeing that response because you can beat those up and they're, you know, this is kind of a low, well, a slow drag out process. It's good we can stay closed for five weeks. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, greens are good on White Wing. They're not as fast as I'd want them to be, but right. Yeah. It, I think it, the more traffic on there we get, yeah. Lows. But I mean, Bermuda grass is tough to speed up no matter what you it do. Is. You know, it's so sticky. You know, yeah. it kind of gets tacky on it. It's, it's got a rough leaf blade. It's bigger just, leaf blade. It's just doesn't stand up so tight like a right. you know, like a cool season grass. So it's so hard to get them to really go good. So when you talk green speeds with Bermuda grass, it's just I'd love to just go out and you know verticut and top dress every other week or something. Just yeah. get that constant. And now that's maybe something we might do. But as far it's just. Like I said, the recovery is just yeah. lingers for so long on Tiff Dwarf. You just can't be. I I 
feel like he can't be as aggressive as when I dealt with Tiff Eagle in Palm Springs. Yeah. Um, we're, uh, we're pretty much, you know, I did greens two weeks ago. What am I? 14 days will be tomorrow. We'll be 14 days out from, uh, air fine, uh, and doing everything. Went over them twice, put 140 tons worth of sand on two and a half acres of greens. And I'm very happy with them. I would say, you know, we got a moan at 130, which is 10,000 above, you know, what I typically mow them at, right. you know, the Bermuda grass anyways. Um, I typically keep them a little bit longer, keep them healthier, um, just cause we're not getting as much play on them anyways. And they are, like I said, they're 328 Bermuda grass greens, probably, you know, as far as putting surfaces goes, one of the worst, you know, as far as yeah. a good and tough to get a good ball roll, it's a right. big fat leaf blade. It lays down. It definitely won't stand up. Still and the stolens, very little, yeah. um, just really heavy on the, obviously on the days that I lower the height is, uh, that, and we're going to. I'm going to get into the whole mow and, you know, mow six days a week, roll another mm -hmm. day, you know, get rid of that, uh, pumping a lot of primo into them, you know, just trying to get them go. But as far as coverage, uh, you know, recovery from that airification, I, I don't really see any holes. You know, the only time you see it is that good, healthy group, uh, growth yeah. where it's, it's real, like dark you know, dark, green. dark green. Yeah. That's all you see is dots. So, you know, you see that and you're like, geez, are those holes over there? And you get walking and you stand on top of it and they're completely filled in. Um, troubled areas that I've had on greens this year, again, they're getting smaller and smaller. You know, they're mm -hmm. old push-up greens. So I have some, you know, certain locations on the greens that just struggle every year. Uh, I've bent grass that have stuck that has stuck around forever, so I'll get a good die off of that every year, but it fills right back in with Bermuda. Yep. And then after we overseed next year, it all the bent grass comes right back <laughs> in all those areas. It's the craziest thing. But uh, all those areas have uh, filled in really good this year, uh, a lot better than the years past. I uh, played a lot of, with the heights of cut to try and get those things to fill in a lot faster. You know, I raised them up. Uh, we had them at 145 for a little bit um you know right after and i just you know figured what the hell i'm just gonna let them grow and get over that sand and then we'll take care of it after that but 14 days in i'm solid with those things fairways we're still we're doing one hole or two holes a day trying to spread out this whole sand thing as much as i don't want to but i don't want the golf course buried the entire thing buried yeah, right. in sand so and we're kind of bouncing around numbers i did 9 10 11 then i jumped to 15 did 15 and 16 and today i did three uh we'll do four five eight you know and hopefully by then nine ten and eleven yeah, are pretty good shape right. which i think again they're coming along better than i have in years past uh still have some good size areas out on six and seven in the fairways when i got there eight years ago there was no bermuda grass in those fairways uh so we're probably at 50 percent coverage now on number six, seven is probably 70% maybe, yeah. which is way ahead of in years past. Usually those things wouldn't come around until we got the humidity. Yeah. So looking forward to when that finally hits, you know, we're in monsoon season. You know, we have been for, by technicalities. Two weeks. Two weeks, and there hasn't been a real much of a sign of anything. No. Uh, you see some clouds build up, and then they just, you know, I laugh all the time that, 
it's so fucking hot here that even the weather fucking hates it. <laughs> you know, you see these monstrous storms, yeah. you know, brew up over the mountains and the thing comes over and it peaks over the edge and it just goes, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> no, I'll stay up here where it's nice and cool. You know, so it's really crazy how those things get going and then just absolutely nothing. Uh, temperatures dropped this week. I thought maybe something would blow in. You know, yeah. today was didn't even reach 100. That's unheard of. Uh, for it's like 96 degrees. Yeah, it's on. That's it's unheard awesome. of for this time of year. Um, so being out on the track, the top dressing today wasn't so bad. Uh, kind of feels like studio number one right now. It's yeah, <laughs> a little <laughs> warm in here. Yeah, love boy. to have the door open right now because I bet <laughs> it's beautiful outside there. So that's pretty much it that we got going on there. Everything else is it's coming along great, but we're just now trimming, trying to do all the details around the T boxes. Yeah. Um, jump right into this i tried to uh did some recruiting last week for some employees because i'm trying to gear up a little bit um you know i could use the help right now and i know i'm going to need it come september october you know when we really need to clean the place up and get it in good shape and then we overseed it so i had been hearing from some guys you know the craigslist thing sucks that never works um and it seems like when you're looking for your just general greenskeeper Putting it on the Cactus and Pine website, I haven't really heard of that, or mm-hmm. even GCSAA or TurfNet or any of those things. No one's looking there for just a greenskeeper position. So I had heard from, uh, I think it was Craig across the street at Fire Rock City, got a bunch of responses from Indeed. That's what I got. And so you used Indeed. So, hey, I'm going to go use Indeed. So I go and talk to the general manager. We write up a nice little job description, fire it off on last Tuesday. He says, how long do you want to keep it on there? I said, I don't know. What's cheap? He's like, oh, we can do 10 bucks a day for, you know, five days or something. I'm like, that's perfectly fine. I said, because, you know, holiday's coming up. Yeah. So let's get it before the holiday. Because once the holiday comes, that's going to really slow people down of looking for work. I don't know why, but it just seems to happen that, that time, you know, around any holiday. People are like, oh, I'm going to extend this holiday just a little yeah. bit longer. Fucking lazy Or if they're thinking about quitting, maybe they wait until they get paid for the holiday weekend and then bury it. Yeah, that happens a lot on New Year's. Get the Christmas bonus. That's what I was going to get into that. I get a huge influx of every year. It's like January, I get a bunch of applications. And then it just dwindles until the year. And then December comes and we're down to half to what we had. And then January comes and, yeah, like Mm -hmm. you said, everybody, I I feel like everybody's waiting on that Christmas bonus and then they're moving. Yeah. You know, I just got to. That's crazy to make me. It that bonus. So we throw this thing up on Indeed, and uh, I get probably seven or eight responses. And I'm kind of pulling them all together. I take a look at them. I got uh, three of them from out of state. Um, one has some golf course experience. The rest, you know, a little bit of construction maybe. Uh, one guy had some landscape in there. So I figured, all right, let's start with these guys. The other ones had absolutely zero experience of manual labor even per se. Mm. And so I send this stuff off, uh, send them all a message. Hey, be at my uh, golf shop at 6 a.m. Monday morning. All three of them respond fairly quickly, right back. Yep, I'll be there. No problem, can make it for sure. See you then. And uh, 6.50 comes around Monday. I wheel up to the golf shop and I'm like, okay, that's an employee's car. That's uh, the... Owner's daughter, Sonia, she's working in the golf shop. That is Bob's car. That's, uh, yeah, those guys usually play. I see that one. Okay, there's no one here. All right. So I'm hanging out, hanging out, hanging out. No one. 6.30 comes around. I walk in the golf shop. Sonia, 
anybody come in here looking for a job? You know, did I miss somebody? She's like, no, why? I was like, okay, I'm supposed to meet three guys here uh, looking for, for an interview. Purposely put all three of them at the exact same time, knowing one wasn't going to show. Yeah. How about all three? Not a one. I believe it. Not a one. So I fire. So in comes another one on Tuesday. Uh, sorry, Monday morning. As I'm sitting up there in the parking lot, a new guy fires his name off, you know, response to it. So I don't even look at it. I just hit respond. Can you be here tomorrow at 6 a.m.? He writes back to me fairly quickly. Well, I'm on vacation right now, so that's not going to work for me. Um, is there any chance that maybe we can get together? You know, when I get back, I'll give you a shout when we get back in town. No response. I'm not responding to it. The answer to that is no. No, if you're not, if you don't have enough fucking brains in your head you're on to vacation either looking respond for a and give me a note while you respond. Hey man, I'm really interested in the job. I'm on vacation right now. I'll be back in town at such and such day. Is there a chance I can come in six days from now or whatever, a fucking month from now? I don't give a Who's shit. Who's looking for a job on vacation? <laughs> Just from Craigslist, all those things. The odds of somebody showing up is probably 25% every time. And it, you know what? Like, it's gotten to a point where I know it's coming. And it's like, dude, here, I will meet you at the clubhouse at 9 o'clock. If, yeah. you, this, if you're not going to make it, just tell me. Because I got to leave the golf course. I got to leave whatever I'm doing. I got to come up here and wait for you for, for 30 minutes because it's yeah. a long drive. And some people don't Google it, right? Right. So I just sit around and waste half my day. And you don't show. Yeah. Just tell me. Yeah, exactly. Just tell me. So, yeah. Just tell me you're not coming. I don't know. Make up whatever excuse. Yeah, I don't care. Just say I, I don't want I the job. Be there. Yeah. I had to do this for paperwork. See ya. Bye. Yeah. Or joke's on you. I'm not coming. That's fine. I don't give a shit. Or, dude, you, that's way out there. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not going to drive 40 minutes. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you live. You can, you just Google map, Rio Verde, see where it's at. And fucking, yeah. like, dude, that's 50 minutes from my house. I was going to say, yeah, it's an hour, probably. It's yeah. really what it is from anybody's house. But so then um, uh, on Friday, out of the blue, guy comes walking in my office and uh, he says, hey, he's like, uh, you the boss? I said, yeah, I am. He's like, and he's got papers in his hand. He's like, hey, I was in contact. Uh, he goes, I said, I think it, with, uh, you know, Javier, he says, um on Facebook, he said, you guys are looking for jobs. So my assistant had posted on Facebook that we were looking. And uh, he responded, and he always tells people, he just says, we'd rather you just come in, because I'm not playing that game. Okay. And then it, right there is, come into the shop, fill out an application, or talk to me. You're going to have to talk to me, so yeah. come in. So he comes rolling in. He's like, yeah, I was in, you know, you looking for people? I'm like, yeah, I am. There's another thing. So the dude rolls in, right? He's got... Cut off sleeve T-shirt, beat up basketball shorts, and flip flops with an ace bandage ankle brace on it that I can't tell you when the last time it was washed, or if it's if you're washing that and it looks like that, it's time for a new one. It's not working anymore, um, and that's kind of one of those things. You know, it's just like that's really how you're going to show up. I don't care that it's maintenance. Just your first impression right away. So I look at his resume. He's got the most experience of any guy that's come through those doors in a long time. You know, and it's all landscape experience. 
So we chat for a while, chat for a while. Yeah, man, you want to come, you know, when do you want to start? Well, actually, I don't live here right now. I live in Illinois and I'll be here in the end of August. You know, he goes on and on. But I got all these other interviews lined up and he starts naming where he's got them lined up at. And he gets through the two of them and I'm just like, yeah, dude, I really appreciate you coming out and checking out the job or whatever. Um, but you're definitely going to go to one of those two, you know, with all the benefits that they would have yeah. gotten and all this other stuff. Bigger companies and probably bigger pay. You know, and I appreciated him coming all the way out there. But I wanted to say to him, when you go to those interviews, put on a pair of pants, a fucking goddamn shirt, with <laughs> at least a golf shirt with a collar yeah. and maybe some sneakers. Just wear fucking sneakers. You know, it's like, what the fuck, people? I mean... Granted, I would have taken anybody, but that's what you're, you know, you're dealing with people that really don't even want the fucking job. They don't even want to deal with it. So you don't, it's deterring me. You know, my general manager, Martin, says to me, you know, I tell him the story. I've got three dudes. He goes, so uh, that thing runs out. You know, I think tomorrow it runs out. He says, you want me to reload it again? I was like, nah, man. I was like, let's wait till middle of July to try again. I said, let's get through the holiday. Try again in middle of July, maybe. Yeah. I said, but we got to do something. You know, we've got to get employees here. And it's going to come end up down, down to, I think, in the long run, it's going to be the pay and the benefits. You know what sucks is I got two, for you, not me, I got two kids from Fountain Hills that are studs. They're in high school. Really? Got them off indeed. Really? I got the first one, because when they stopped going to school, he just was like, dude, I can work. Beast. Nice. But he's going back to school. He wants, yeah. You know, like, still, he has a career ahead of him. But anyway, and then he recruits his buddy, who's mm-hmm. just seventeen year old. All right, we can't even talk about that. But Chris's buddy is just an animal. Yeah, seventeen year old animal. Nice. It's like, and yeah, they they're both Fountain Hills kids. Huh. That's good. You know, I haven't gotten. But I'll lose them in August. But whatever. Yeah, we've put it in the Fountain Hills Times. I know. I'm pretty sure when we put it up on Indeed, we also put it on. Um, our golf course Facebook page. I would stick with Indeed, dude. I would. Yeah. I know. Like, listen, like I said, 25% are going to show Yeah. Up. I'm going to have to keep chucking shit and see what sticks. That's but, all it is. I mean, 25% is better than Craigslist. I have a 0% hit rate. Yeah. 0% on Craigslist. Yeah. The that, Craigslist are, are the worst. And those are, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I got a great story. Yes. I don't even know if it, this can go on. Yeah, it can. I know. There's going to be no names. Nothing's... No, but legally, because oh. we're talking about hiring practices. We can talk about this later. But anyway, oh, what was I saying? Oh, so my boss, like, he sends me this voice message. He's like, hey, this dude's looking for work. So it's in an email, a voicemail. All right, boom. Yeah. Hey, it's Dan Cutler, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right? I'm like, okay, I'm going to call it. Yeah. Or, you know, so I call this dude. I'm like, hey, is, uh, is Matt there? uh who's this i'm like this is dan at rio verde like you called about a job oh no dude it's the wrong number i was like no th- i did i dial you know one two three yeah. four he's like no this is one two three five <laughs> I'm like, oh my bad dude like, sorry hang up look at my phone one two three four i called the right number this dude called and left a message i called him back and he acted like i had the wrong number oh jesus christ I turned so the call back blocked. No, you got the wrong number. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked. It was 100% yeah. the correct number. I wonder what you caught him doing. That would have been the best. Like, yeah. What was he doing? 
Well, actually, I probably know what he was doing. Oh, you hear it on the computer in the background. Oh, well, no, wonder. Yeah, no wonder why you got the wrong number. Yeah, some creep cranking it. Uh, but anyways, I thought that was, it just keeps on going on. We say it all the time. We could talk forever about how do we get decent employees that are willing to do it. And I think it's, every it's over. Yeah. Hurry up, those guys that's got the automated mowers. Uh, if you guys are listening, which I know you are because you all listen. Everybody yeah. listens. They love it. <laughs> so get us some automated and uh, we'll uh, not have to worry about it. I had uh, also had uh, Kai Yumeda out at the golf course. I think he's been out now four times. He's uh, running some test plots on some weeds out there. Like I talked about before when we had the hack attack. He called me the day after and said, hey, can I come out there and start spraying some plots? So he comes up Monday. Hey, I'm out here. So I go wheeling out there to go talk to him. And uh, he's standing there staring at the plots. I wheel up to him. I said, what the fuck are you putting in this thing? Fertilizer? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, it's dinging the goose grass or the crab grass right there. He's like, but it's not dinging this goose grass, which is what he was really going after. But sprayed some areas with some crab grass to see if it would take care of it. And uh, he's got some combinations going. He's got, I know the main one he's playing around with is Pilex. Um, I think he's going to spray a combination of maybe some, oh, actually he's going to spray plots of uh, some other stuff. And I'll get all that kind of stuff. And once we, if we see any good results, um, the Pilex does whiten out the Bermuda grass. So he's mixing some, some zinc, I think zinc sulfate in it that, is uh, showing signs of keeping it greener, you know, helping with that. Because, I mean, it turns it as white as your car. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. He'd sprayed it years ago out on number six and seven. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of when he was first playing around with Pilex, he says, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's supposed to blonde this stuff out pretty good. And uh, every time he came, he's like, look, it's Christmas in July. <laughs> and, I mean, it was these white squares. <laughs> Probably lasted two or three weeks. You know, they were bleached, bleached out, so... I know he's trying to, you know, he's playing around with some stuff that guys are seeing that with some results not blonding it out. So, um, you know, to pump his tires a little bit, uh, Kai works with the uh, University of Arizona uh, co-op, and he does a lot of research with weeds and does a lot of spraying around. So if any of you guys out there got some weed issues, uh, contact him. Uh, you can go right on U of A's website and follow the line down through the departments and find Kai's um, information. So give them a buzz if you got any weed problems. Uh, anything else you got going on golf course wise before we jump into another little uh, something going on? Same at this point, just um, waiting for some rain, waiting for some humidity. Yeah, it's uh, that's one of the things that we definitely could use. I know humidity was at ten percent yesterday when I looked in the dew point. I see it was at forty five, and uh, dew point tells you ryegrass dies at. 45 degrees in Bermuda grass doesn't grow until 52 on the dew point. So that's beautiful. End of June, early yeah. July and summer, you know, Arizona golf courses. People wonder why they look like shit. That'll tell you your cool season is dead and your warm season really doesn't want to grow at all. So you're in the middle of it all. Yep. So, June is the worst. Yeah. it's uh, So that's where we stand right now. But like we said, we're both pretty happy with what we got. But uh, the ryegrass will definitely be checking out on its own. Whatever you got laying around, that'll be gonzo. Yeah. Except for those big, giant volunteer <laughs> rye plants that you had in your rough. 
Maybe they're like shrubs. Yeah. You send the guy on the job board today. You got that tree, the tree removal guy out of your place taking mm-hmm. a fucking close up. Yeah, I was gonna say on the job board today for uh, Javier is going hedge trim to volunteer ryegrass in the rough. <laughs> He's out there buzzing it. This shit's so fucking long. Yeah, I tell you, I, the crabgrass and uh, the crabgrass that stuff grows like an inch overnight. That's you know, crazy. You <laughs> yeah. mow it. You mow it down, and like the next day, you're like Jesus Christ, did the mowers come through here yesterday? Yeah. You know, it's so big and fat too. It just lays down. Um, but it's a shitty thing to deal with. You know, everybody that's got it, you know what I'm talking about. And obviously, it plays like dog shit too. So yeah. Uh, hopefully, Kai guys. comes up with some sort of mixture that starts nuking this shit out because we need to get cheap. on that program. Yeah, cheap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the other problem. It's gonna it would cost fucking. $15,000 in herbicides and I'm not into spraying personally all those chemicals. So I don't need that on my system because uh, this whole uh, Corona thing has got us already wrapped up in enough of this shit. So this place is shutting down again. Yep. Uh, bars, restaurants, uh, gyms closed again. Uh, Tubing. Much. Yeah, tubing is closed. Golf courses are still open, which is good. Restaurants are still open. Restaurants, yeah. It depends on your liquor license. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So it's dependent on the class of liquor. Because I know, um, you know, the Buffalo Chip, pretty famous bar out here um, up in Cave Creek. That was on the news uh, last night. They were talking to the owner. Because the um, closure went into effect at 8 o'clock last night when he announced it at 5 o'clock. So restaurants and bars had... 33 hours to shut everything down, figure out what they were going to do, probably close the doors for the night because they need more time right. to try and figure out what tomorrow is going to bring. But yet that's where we stand. You know, and he was bitching and complaining because it's not enough time to figure it out. You know, and why was it even often this way? And his big fight was the class of his uh, liquor license makes him shut down. Yet he does sell food at it. Yeah, right. So it was just, you know, the amount of alcohol he sells compared to the amount of food, depending on your space and all this other bullshit, this mathematical equation gives him a class six and he's going to shut down. Class five can stay open. Does not make fucking zero sense to me. The other thing that does not make zero sense to me is that we are mandated to wear masks in fucking public places. And it doesn't make sense to me that people can't abide by that rule. It fucking disgusts me. I'm a person that does, used to a lot, uh, yell and scream at people, make schneid comments, you know, get in their ear about shit. I am fucking real close. Because I'm the guy that holds the door for you at, you know, the Circle K or grocery store. And when you walk by me and don't nod at me, don't look at me, don't thank me, I am as close as I can behind you and you're back yelling, you're welcome at them. You know, that's me. And it's just on my way. Yeah. Just fuck you. Acknowledge me. I'm doing something for you. That's what I'm saying here. Do something for somebody else by trying on that mask if you're going to go into a public place. It just seems like the most simple thing. Simple things. It's like seatbelts. You know, I don't yeah. know when, you know, we're 10 years apart. When I was a kid, we rode in the middle hump seat on the armrest, no seatbelt, front row as a... Damn near infant. Yeah. Rode in the back of the pickup truck. Flammable pajamas. 
as a young kid, less than 10 years old, because I know because we did it when we lived at my house when I was real little and did it later. But I know I started less than 10 years old, sat on the wheel well, not on the wheel well, on the bed edge of the pickup truck with my arm wrapped around the roll bar, buzzing down the road. The only place we couldn't do that was on the highway. That was the only thing my parents said. So we never wore seatbelts. Then this seatbelt thing came on. People fought that forever. Now everybody wears a fucking seatbelt. It's a no-brainer. It's safe for the fucking you thing on. and for the others around you. The fucking mask is a seatbelt. Safety for you and others around you. Right. Put the fucking thing on. Why is that so difficult? I don't have the answer. Yeah. I, I'm on the same boat. I get it. You know, everybody's, you know, when it comes to a time, everybody's fucking doing it, you know, and you're seeing everybody and you see the one guy that fucking forgot it in the car. You know, we're talking time from that guy forgot it in the car. Okay. We're not going to, but the, the herds of the people bitching and complaining about it is the problem. I just don't know how you don't control a disease if you don't have everyone on board. Yeah. It's just like, this. It's it's a known thing that we can reduce the amount of transmission by just wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. So just put the fucking mask on. Yeah. If not no. for yourself. Even if you don't care about getting it, it's for the people around you too. Right. It's pretty simple. Numbers are skyrocketed here. Um, They're out of control. Pretty much look at you know basically when the bars opened. I mean everybody's seen out here anyways, and I'm sure across the nation because my dad or my buddy back home will text me about things that they see in the Scottsdale bars were like nothing ever happened and it was 2010 yeah the, the, yeah and uh first day we were open it looked like i went to a restaurant it looked like it had never closed yeah patio's packed the restaurant's packed nobody's wearing masks and i don't think it's any coincidence now that two weeks later our numbers start booming and now we're up four thousand a day when yeah. we're down to 500 and i think yeah. part of the problem is nobody thought it was real because i never heard of anybody that had it i don't i don't know anybody that has yeah. it oh well, mm. guess what more yeah, and exactly. more fucking people have it. Yeah, and I know now a handful of people. Yeah, and it's you know, getting closer to the that circle. Have it. And you're right. So Just it's almost like on one of those things. Whoever thought this mask. thing was fucking fake, uh, I'll say it to you. Go fuck yourself. Uh, it's not fake. It's here. You know, we're just asking. I guess like everybody else is, wear the mask, do something, get in shape, keep yourself healthy, keep your immune system up. That's pretty much. What you need to do in any time of sickness, um, you know, the people that are bitching and complaining, uh, I don't want to say, I'm not going to say, I hope you get it, because I hope you don't, but, I mean, when you do, I'm going to go, told you so, you know. The reality uh, is, it's real. Yeah, so, that's my thought on that whole thing, and uh, hopefully we get this thing somewhat under control in this next one. If not, I think they got to fucking lock it down again. You know, it's, that's where we're going to head to. I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, keep the golf courses open. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you got to close golf course, close golf course. Whatever it is to speed up the yep. window to get this thing over with, let's just fucking take that route. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of my feeling. And on if that it. means we got to close the golf course, then fucking close the golf course. But don't, like, let's just, everybody has to be on board to do the fucking right thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm tired of the, uh, you know, the people that bring the politics into it is fucking nonsense. You hear, oh, the governor said this. Oh, the governor told us that. governor told us this. Listen, the governor could tell you, the old, tell you, jump off the bridge, would you? 
I'm afraid right now there'd fucking be a lot of people that'd be like, yeah, he said. Because um, they're showing their true colors right now with this whole thing. You know, they just want to listen to somebody tell them what they can and cannot do. And then they just want to fight it just to fight it. So I'm an American. I got rights. <laughs> yeah, and you also have so a fucking I. obligation as well right. to, to be nice to your neighbor. people around you, yeah. So, but... We'll get away from that thing right here and uh, move on to happier times. Cam Newton's going to the New England Patriots. Couldn't one go without fucking it. million dollars. It's possible when he plays his dick off, he'll get 7.5. Former MVP. Yeah, former MVP. No one wanted him. That's insane. Why, you know, meanwhile, the Bears have Nick Foles. Yeah. So How did my, that happen? My dad texted me this weekend. Well, yeah, that's right. I know. Patriots strike gold again. Oh, go fuck yourselves. He went out there and he waited and waited and no one wanted him and no one wanted him. No one wanted him. And all that did was drive that price down. So we get Cam Newton and you guys have Nikki Foles and Mitch for like $28 million a year. And we get Cam and uh, Jared for what? Like two <laughs> nine if they play their ass off yeah you know and hit all their incentives i mean fuck it i'll take it uh or give it a whirl whatever everybody that goes to the past to revitalize it korea seems to you know when yeah, Cam i don't needs think there's to any show, doubt that guy is a good football needs player. To show. yeah if exactly. he can stay healthy he's gonna be a very it's gonna yeah. work out so i'm pretty pass. pumped about that part of it all now i mean this goes right into is it happening it's a huge question my votes no I don't think it is. Yeah, not if, not if the numbers continue like they are. There's no way. No, I don't think it's. Uh, I'm not unless even convinced NHL is going to start. Fuck it, let everybody get it. That's the only way it's going to. I'm not even convinced NHL is going to start. Maybe nope. like baseball is going to start. I don't know. No, nope. NBA is supposed to go. Uh, golf's going. We're seeing these cases. Yeah, I mean, how how soon do is golf going to shut back down? Yeah, um, but. The thing that they're talking is, you know, part of that is the amount of travel they have to do uh, in golf. Whereas, you know, when they start these things, they're going to lock them, you know, in the little hub cities. Yeah. Hoops is going to be pretty much by themselves. Stephen A. Smith went on a rant today. Uh, He's something else to listen to. But he was saying, how in the world are you going to keep young NBA superstars locked in a hotel? You know, without any contact with their woman or yeah. their wife and all this shit <laughs> for three months. He goes, let alone three weeks. He goes, let's see how the first three weeks go. And he went off on it today. It was yeah. it was borderline. I'm sitting there. I'm like, wow, this guy's doing this on ESPN right now. It was getting, it's worth a go check out. I mean, even if you don't like what he says, he just goes off in his typical Stephen A. Smith rant. And it's all basically about how, how the players are going to get laid. That's basically, <laughs> there's no way you're going to lock, you know, all these young superstars down for that long. There's just no way. Even the guys that, you know, the guys that are married are going to go home and see their wife. There's no way, you know, you're going to lock these testosterone, testosterone, you know, <laughs> specimens locked yeah. in rooms. So it was pretty funny listening to him. So, but I don't think it's going to happen. We'll all be blown away. Uh, golf is going. Uh, that's good to see. You know, well, six yeah, but guys. it's like every week more and more players. Yeah, pull out. six guys, you know, have it or have tested positive for it as of right now. Um, and then, you know, guys are other ones are 
just saying, you know what, I'm not going to fly. And maybe that's what it is. I'm not going to go that far across the country, at least for now. Keep stuff close to where they're home, they'll play. Or maybe they'll just opt out of it. You know, a couple of baseball players have come yeah. out and said, we're just not. We're not going. And whatever that is, you know, don't pay me, basically. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going. Um, you know, there are a bunch of the old veterans can definitely do that. You know, and they're probably the ones with the bigger families and all the other stuff that they're just like, you know what? It's not worth it anymore. Um, I can ride this out or yeah. we'll see, or I can retire. You know, I got enough and, you know, a couple of, what is it, stacks, couple <laughs> stacks in the bank. I'm good to go. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to happen. But, um, you know, soccer's going. That doesn't seem to have any effect. And that's a contact sport. Um, and you know, well, I mean, they, I'm just saying it's, they, a, it's, they rub yeah. they, you know, way more than golf, I know, you're way saying. more than yeah. golf. Um, <laughs> I figured as soon as I said that, yeah, I tried not to, <laughs> but you know, they're doing whatever. And they're also in cities that are much smaller and they're much more confined. You know, there's no place to get away in England, you know, this countryside, but at any of the, what they're doing, they're definitely not out there. So it'll be kind of interesting to see that direction that it goes. Um, you got anything else to hit up on? No, oh, man. I got one last thing that we can end with, or we'll see if we end with this. And it's uh, we did make a pact for a long time that we were never going to bash the golfer. But we also said, I think, at one point that when the basher golfs us, he is... Uh, it's fair game. It's green light, right? Yeah. Green light for fight. Fight back, anyways. So the other day I was scrolling through Golf Now, reading some reviews, and I came across this one. It was uh, eight days ago. Um, and I'm going to call him. His name's right here, or his handle's right here. He is uh, Brad Fawcett. Gave us three stars. Big, bold letters. Warning. Do not play until mid-July. Now he unbolded for this part because he's a nice guy. Didn't want to come off as he was screaming at me. <laughs> so... Um, he said, I'd strongly, capitalized, encourage people not to play here in, uh, for at least two to three more weeks. Oh, sorry, second or third week of July, which is two to three more weeks. Easily an absolute worst mid-June golf course I've seen in Arizona golf in my 25 years of playing here. Every aspect of the golf course was a wreck from the combined impact of very severe aerification, green scalping, Sand and annual winter rye die-off in pre-summer Bermuda grass growth. Probably 60 to 70 percent of the fairways had no or minimal grass on the greens and were put like putting on the beach. I've never seen such a heavy-handed aeration and scalping greens here. Um, in my opinion, June is always the worst golf month here because the winter grass has died by now, but the summer Bermuda hasn't come back. So, so many golf courses have terrible conditions, but this course sunk to a new low. Well, in that last paragraph, Brad, I'm going to say thanks for listening because you learned that right now the ryegrass is dying and the Bermuda grass is not growing back. So he ends with, I like the layout of the course and usually in good shape for the price, but I felt that they robbed us blind with even charging $45 a player. Give it at least another two to four weeks. All right, Brad. That showed up in his piece of shit 83 Chevette. 
and probably was playing with his golden rams that he drug out of his back of his garage and hasn't played in 25 years and was probably sporting his fucking sweetness ponies turf shoes you know the ones with fucking walt payton is jumping over the line in the poster that we all had because he thought those were fucking golf shoes um yeah we um airify the greens and we sand them for the health of the grass when you do play here when the conditions are really good um and we also let me see here what else did you say that kind of got me oh the green scalping um no after we airify and sand them we actually raise the heights of the greens uh, to let those leaf blades get up over all that sand and help fill in the holes so I don't know if there was any scalping on the greens. You probably saw the sand from the airification that I did, uh, what, four days before you played? Um, so, and there were messages on this Golf Now app where you obviously signed up to play that had a caution on there that said, airification notice. Uh, didn't bother to read that, did you? When you probably came in to check in the golf shop, the signs that says how many days after airification is right in front of you where you paid. It's on a big green piece of paper and the golf shop every day adds a number to it. And we're gonna pull it down after 15 days, but you were there after four, so you had a big four in front of your face. Um, what else did we have in there? Uh, let's see, it, there was also a sign on the door when you walked in that said that we had just airified the greens. So what you walked into, you had plenty of places to see. Um, and I beg you to contact me, go onto our website. My email is there. You can definitely contact me. I would love to sit down with you and explain the whole process to you um, and educate you. And hopefully the next time you go play a golf course in the middle of June, um, that is having some transition issues. You have no idea what our budget is. You have no idea what our water source is. Uh, you have no idea of our crew size and all these other factors. You don't have a clue that I have common Bermuda fairways and that shit does not come back until the humidity hits. Um, so, and I've old push-up greens that I don't like patting myself on the back too much, but I will for old push-up 328 greens. Uh, I think they're in really good shape. Uh, I beg you to come back and play sooner than middle of June or, or sorry, middle of July or the two to four weeks that you told everybody else. Um, the other part that kind of got me on this whole thing was at the bottom. I do thank you because after that little wild ass rant you went on, you recommended the course to everybody. So I appreciate that part of it. That was very nice of you. So Brad, Check out my email on our website. Give me a call. Let's discuss this. I just want to educate you. That's all. I promise I'm not here to bash on you. Uh, I won't pick on your sweetness pony turf shoes when you come walking in. I'm sure you have a nice pair of Nikes. So, because you want to be like Tiger. But anyway, there's my, uh, there's my bash of that person. Um, so, I guess I'll end it with that. Unless you've got anything else, Dan, or if you want any follow-up to my... I mean, what do you My even guessing. say to that? Yeah. This is such a standard June comment. And I love that yeah. he explains to everyone that conditions in June are going to be shit. 
And then goes and then on and bashes me for oh, being like, shit. The conditions weren't very good. And it's like, no, you fucking told yourself that in the fucking <laughs> review, dude. The conditions in June aren't good. Yeah. Every, everywhere. And yeah. then you're surprised that it yeah. wasn't Yeah, perfect. exactly. And sorry it cost $45. Um, if you happen to be a member at a club that, you know, has much better transitions, they're typically, I'm not going to sit here and say that it's the money thing, but it has a lot to do with it, with all their cultural practices cost money, all their inputs cost money. And maybe they had a really good transition. Uh, maybe they can afford the uh, transition aids that I can't afford. You know, that club that, do you belong to it? Because uh, you wouldn't bitch about the 45 bucks, that's for sure, because uh, you'd be rolling high with stacks, stacks in the bank. Um, but anyways, please reach out to me. I promise I won't yell at you, but I just want to educate. That's why we're doing this podcast is to help educate and hopefully bring some entertainment to the whole thing. So that's what goes through the head of a superintendent when he reads the golf now reviews. So yeah. <laughs> probably the whole thing is to hey, the, Matthew. The problem is there's probably 30 that are good. Don't read, read the, the one bad one. Yeah. Don't read exactly. Don't read the reviews. I guess yeah. that's no, you the, skip my over lesson. 40 good ones and you find the one bad one. It's like that. Yeah. That motherfucker. Hey, but that's fine. Again, yeah. either if you don't got nothing nice to say, then don't say it at all. That's what I say. So with that, I'll say to everybody, strap your masks on your face. Be a fucking normal human being, please, for a minute. Let's see if we can crush this thing. It's uh, Like I said, it's getting personal now. Uh, I've been tested because I was around it uh, or thought I was. Came back negative. Uh, that was a little bit of like a whoa part. Now I got friends that have it. Um, so... Strap the mask on your face. And with that, I say later. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad. Mask up.